Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome to Special Edition, a weekly look at the issues in the news and the personality shaping the stories. Thanks for joining me on Special Edition. I'm Paula Dagnan. This week, we're going to be hearing from one of Santa's favorite helpers looking for some help from some elves. We're also going to be talking about Alzheimer's and dementia and why some patients are being kept away from needed drugs. We're also going to find out how you can lower your risk for dementia by 30% by getting regular exercise. Mark the calendar for November 11th. It's Faith and Family Night at Mohegan Sun Arena. We'll have all the details. And starting us off, it's the 45th year for the upcoming Hazleton Area Chapter American Cancer Society Telethon. It's happening on November 18th. Jane Daugherty is here with all the details. Jane is here. And if Jane Daugherty is here, then that means that it is the upcoming telethon for the American Cancer Society Greater Hazelton Unit. Jane, it's 45 years. Yes, Paula, it is 45. And we actually have people who have been with us for 45 years. You have. That's You've been there. No, I have not. You haven't? <laughs> not, not 45. 44, no, I'm then. a baby, Paula. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have our, our own Clemmie Mona who started the telethon. She's with us for 45 years. And of course, our media partners have been with us all that time. And uh, Joe Scarcella from Metallos has been providing tuxedos for 45 years. So we, we are a very blessed community in Hazleton to have such dedicated volunteers. Well, and we're looking forward to celebrating 45. Well, give us the details on the where and when of the event. We'll be at the Pennsylvania Theater of Performing Arts, which is in downtown Hazleton, on Saturday, November 18th, beginning at 11 a.m. and continuing through 11 p.m. You can catch us live on WYLN and also on the Pocono Television Network this year. Or you can visit us at the theater and you can enjoy our turkey trays, the bake sale, and the live entertainment. Now, when you say 45 years and all this has been going on, so many advances have been made in cancer treatment, cancer research, cancer care, and that's what this is all about. It is. We raise money for patient services, of course, such as our Road to Recovery program, which provides free transportation to and from doctor's appointments and medical treatments. But we also raise money for research. The ACS has funded 51 Nobel Prize winners. 
And those researchers have developed drugs such as tamoxifen and Gleevec, which are chemo-fighting drugs, cancer-fighting drugs that allow patients to survive. When we started our telethon, we didn't have those. We had no survivors. Now we proudly have survivors who come every hour to our telethon to tell their stories. And one of the biggest things is when we're talking about the American Cancer Society Greater Hazleton Unit, so many people automatically think, well, it's probably just all about breast cancer, but it's not. Oh, no, there are so many types of cancer. And within those types of cancer, every person reacts differently. It's why the research is so important to identify uh, what's going on with your body. We've made great strides, and you, you see publicity on TV all the time about cancer-fighting drugs such as Keytruda, which is a wonderful drug that is um, formulated for each person's specific type of cancer. We didn't have that before. Before, we just bombarded you with whatever drug was available and hoped that it stuck to your cancer and took care of it. Now the research tells us how to proceed with each person and identify exactly what's going on in their body to get the exact right uh, drug and the dosage for them. And our survivorship goes way up when that happens. And of course, the other piece of that is screening. We do know that this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, as you said. So um, that's the big push this month. But the ACS fights all types of cancer. And we really encourage screenings for every every type of cancer that you can do. Please, please, it's so important for early detection. That seems to be one of the biggest things, getting the word out, early detection. And that's also what this is all about, because when you were talking about this particular telethon, there's so much more that goes into it than just talking about the people who are struggling with cancer, but you're also talking about the survivors. Oh, yes. It's very important that we celebrate our survivors and their caregivers and their families. Uh, it, it's a process. It's a, a very difficult process in most cases. And we try to celebrate everyone who comes out on the other side. We also do things at our telethon that um, a little bit different. We try to emphasize the educational piece. So we'll have doctors on. We'll be doing interviews with oncologists and uh, medical people who are on the front lines with cancer treatment. We also do things like a little children's art project with second graders in the Hazleton area where we send uh, messages to their teachers of simple things that second graders can understand about cancer prevention. So kids know that you shouldn't smoke. It's important to eat healthy foods, to wear sunscreen when you're outside. And then they design a little decoration to be used at the telethon that also has a cancer prevention message on it. So we like to start young because it's never too young to start learning about ways for cancer prevention. And also when the telethon is done, all of that artwork goes to local cancer centers and they display it on their walls. And we hope that that brightens the day for cancer patients who are there for a couple of hours getting their treatments. And one of the other great things about the telethon is all of the talent that comes on screen. Lots of local talent. We, we are very proud of our talent. It will be expanded this year. As I said, Pocono Television Network is carrying us also. There'll be, there'll be some talent from the Pocono areas. We look forward to all the dance schools and the little children doing their dances. Uh, we have the high school band coming. 
We, we start off with a color guard from the American Legion to pay tribute to our country. And we have, oh, maybe what's new this year? We have um, a Michael Jackson tribute guy coming. We have Chris Pavlik, who does Frank Sinatra songs. We're looking for a piece that the Pennsylvania Theater of Performing Arts will be doing to welcome us to their theater. So it's a great day, whether you're there in person or on TV. It's wonderful, free, live entertainment, and it's local entertainment. Lots of good things going on at the telephone. If you've never seen a live TV broadcast, that's an interesting thing to watch, too. So we welcome anyone to come to the theater anytime from 11 to 11 on Saturday, November 18th. And one of the other reasons, well, probably the main reason that it's all getting together is for folks to make donations and pledges. And how can they do that? There are a number of ways. If you watch WILN or at Pocono Television Network, you will see information with a QR code that you can use. We have a website. It's ACSMOVE, M-O-V-E, dot org slash Hazleton Telethon. Or the most popular way is our famous phone number, which is 570-459-1212. And that number is active 24-7, 365 days a year, and serves as more than a way to, to donate. That will also connect you with cancer information. Jane, I'm going to let you, since we don't have Clemmy here with us, and Clemmy was the one who started it all, and give us a little bit of the background of, of exactly how that came to, to be. Well, 45 years ago, of course, things were different. Cancer was a big problem. As I said, no survivors, no cures. And we wanted to have an office in the greater Hazleton area. And an office, I just mean a presence in Hazleton with ACS information and ACS people to disseminate that information. And so Clemmy, being Clemmy, went to the American Cancer Society and and said, we want this. And they said, well, if you can raise $25,000, we will do that. So she sat down with some local media people, the Gans family, the Moisey family from WYLN, and some folks from WAZL. Vic Deem was a big part of that at the time, our local radio station. And they brainstormed and came with an, uh, up with an idea of having a telethon and they called it a polkathon that first time because the main focus was polka dancers. So we had people like Jimmy Stir and his polka band and uh, a number of other polka bands throughout the day. Our first telethon was held at Genetti's. And our first donation was made by Don Kellner, the late Don Kellner, who was well known in this area as a skydiver. And he actually skydived into the parking lot at Genetti's with our first donation. And we raised about $40,000 that year. And American Cancer Society said, you did it. And here we are. And 45 years later, Jane, I'm going to turn the microphone right over to you. Give the invitation. Give all the details. Give them what they need to know, Jane. What they need to know. The American Cancer Society's Greater Hazleton Unit will hold our 45th annual Cancer Telethon. Saturday, November 18th, from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. at the Pennsylvania Theater of Performing Arts, downtown Hazleton. You may visit us at the theater anytime, or you can watch us live on WYLN TV or the Pocono Television Network. 
It's always my pleasure to catch up with Jane and find out about the next American Cancer Society telethon. This one, the 45th annual, and it's set for Saturday, November 18th at PTPA. That's the J.J. Ferrara Center in Hazleton from 11 a.m. until 11 p.m. Mark your calendar and hope to see you there. Don't go away. Coming up next, there's another event to mark the calendar for. This one is November 11th, and we'll give you all the details next on Special Edition. Welcome back to Special Edition. Get out the calendar and mark November 11th. That's Faith and Family Night, and it's happening at Mohegan Sun Arena in Wilkes-Barre Township. There will be great music, and of course, the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins will be at home, and they're hosting Syracuse. Stephen Perillo, helping to coordinate the event, tells us that part of the ticket sales will be going to Children Hunger Outreach Partners. So you're going to have music, great fun, help a great cause, and get to see the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins in action. Stephen, give us the details. Stephen, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. And when I talk to you, I know there's going to be something great happening that's going to include lots of fun and music. So what do you have? Coming up on November 11th at 6 p.m., the game will start. Doors are going to open at 5 because we're going to have a Christian concert at the arena with the Faith and Family Night with the Penguins. You had that in the past, right? This isn't the first time it's happened. No, we've been working with the Penguins uh, from when they first started back in 2000. So it's been a long time. What is this This one going to entail? It's going to have three bands this time. We're going to have two out in the corridor, and our band will be in the inside doing some live music when people come in and also during the intermissions. And one of the biggest things that we're happy about this year is called Child Hunger outreach program they're partnering with the penguins and us to bring food to children and every ticket that is sold four dollars of that ticket will go to them which is going to help the child feed for a month that's amazing four dollars boy and you usually get a great crowd at these events yes we were very happy and you know very ecstatic last year when we did it we got quite a bit this year like i said we were trying to improve it by bringing more the community aspect to it by like the children helping with the children there. It just seems like the people are more giving, you know, at these points. And right now that the world is happening today, I think, you know, we are, we are giving nations. So we want to help those in need at this point. Well, first of all, let's start off with your band because a lot of people are familiar, but of course there are some that may not be. And then you can also fill us on the others that are going to be there. The band is called, Devoted. We actually changed our name. We went to a new style of music, actually. And we are doing outreach to young, old, and middle-aged. We do uh, songs like Style at the Pink Floyd and The Doors. We have a song called Time that is out there that Jay Travis wrote. And then we have another song called Dream On, uh, one of the songs that I wrote. And that is all done like, if you can imagine The Doors and, and Pink Floyd mixed together, that's what that is like. And then we do Jamaica music. We've been we've been through some of that in this time. We we wrote some songs like that. And then we wrote some devoted songs that, you know, make you think about Christ and where you're at in your walk in your life. But every song we do is a positive value. And like I said, the name is now called Devoted. 
it's under SP Music still. It's being announced both ways, so people still know it's us. We are looking forward to it. The band has really worked hard, and we are expanding as much as we can to reach people for Christ. That's our goal. And what is this song, The Gift? The Gift was written by Jay Travis Tucker. It's a great gift that people, when they hear the words, it makes people think of why they're giving to people and why it is important to give to people. That is why we picked the song is because child hunger, they need help. It isn't the children's fault that they're starving, that they don't have food. We need to help those children. And that song nails it. When you hear it, you're going to know what I'm talking about. It is just a great song that reaches deep within your soul and say, you know what? I got to help because we're all called to do that. No matter how, how rich or how poor we are, we can help out by lending a hand. Or if we have money, we can help out with monetary gifts as well. Well, you and Jay were very nice and shared that song with us. So we are going to be able to give everyone a little bit of a sneak preview of the gift. Sounds good. And tell us about the other bands now. Okay, we have two other bands. One is called Cedar Roots. Now, the, the group is a five-piece group, but at this event, it's going to be a husband and a, and a wife duo. They actually were members of the band for years, and they fell in love, and they got married. And ironically, the guitar player got married a month after they did, and their bass player got married a month after he did. So it was kind of interesting how it all worked out, but it, it kind of nice. They're a young group that really also devoted to Christ and their, and their gifts. And they reach people on the streets. They go into like different churches. They go into organizations. They are just giving. And they they got a great sound. They are more like a country bluegrass. She plays fiddle if you wouldn't believe. I would put her against the devil went down to Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, I, if I had a choice, I would say that song, she probably can make him run for his money. And they're... That is called Cedar Roots, and they'll be there at one end. And then we have all that glitter is going to be down the other end. It also also is a husband and wife duel. And they also have a female singer that sings with them. She's probably going to be with them, so there'll be a trio down there. And they do the same. They are actually a Christian slash secular band that plays in different events, but they always seem to gear into a positive words. They don't do songs that are going to be offensive. They always have songs that are, you know, that make you think about good things and positive things. By that, we're going to have like music throughout the whole day. People get to hear songs when they're walking in the corridor. They get to hear songs between the intermission. One of the things I have to mention too, I was on the radio station last time about Remember the Soldiers. Right. Ironically, November 11th, Veterans Day. And last year, I had a, a honor to sing that song on TV on November 11th. And it's crazy that date is, but that's my mother's birthday. And my mother passed away at 39 years old with cancer and seems to be a connection always something with November 11th with me. So they asked me to do this song for the veterans at the arena that day. We're going to ask all the vets to stand up. We're going to try to get little flags for everybody. And they're going to wave the flags when uh, all the vets stand up. 
that's my goal, but we're not sure if that can happen, but we're trying. That was another song that, as you said, we had talked about and, and we had here and we're going to give everybody a little bit of a taste of that one, too. Well, thank you. I think it's important that we remember them, and especially, and the date was just happened to fall on Veterans Day. It wasn't even planned that way. So it was just perfect timing, and it's going to be great. We should be able to pack the arena this year. Um, we have both the organizations working hard at selling tickets and getting them out there. And tickets are fairly priced good, I think, for families because they can, they can help out. And with the price, like I said, being set at these prices, the $4 of every ticket will go towards the kids. You can call for tickets. You have to call Kobe at 570-970-3605. And just ask for Faith and Family Night if you when you call the Penguins office and they can connect you. Well, give us the date, give us the day, the times, and give us all the information. Stephen, issue the invitation. Okay. The date is November 11th. The doors will open at 5 o'clock with a pre-concert. The game will start at 6. And tickets are 24 in the red zone, 22 in the gold zone, 19 in the blue zone. Uh, remember, $4 of those ticket prices go to child hunger. It is November 11th, and if you need the tickets, please call the Penguins and ask for Faith and Family Night tickets. Ask for Kobe, 570-970-3605, and he can set you up. Any organizations or groups, please tell him you have the group coming in. Uh, so he can make sure you're seating at the same areas. And don't forget the veterans. Don't forget the vets. We got it. You know, we're going to have to make sure they understand. We're very proud of what they did for us. Once again, to Stephen Perillo with all the information on Faith and Family Night, November 11th at Mohegan Sun Arena in Wilkes-Barre Township. The Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins will be at home hosting Syracuse. There will be great music. And of course, part of the ticket sales will be going to Children Hunger Outreach Partners. You can contact the arena for more information. Next on Special Edition, we're going to be talking about Alzheimer's and dementia. In one aspect, why some patients are being kept away from needed drugs. And another aspect on how you can lower your risk for dementia by 30% by getting regular exercise. The details here on Special Edition. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Starting off this portion of Special Edition, it's Dr. Kenneth Thorpe. He's a professor and chair of Emory University. He tells us why some Medicare requirements are keeping patients away from much-needed drugs. Dr. Thorpe, we're going to talk about Alzheimer's, and we hear so much about it. Can you give us an idea exactly what, when we say Alzheimer's, what exactly are we talking about? Well, again, it's it's a progressive disease that affects uh, memory in the brain. Uh, It affects about 6 million people. uh, And I think the challenge is about 2,000 people each day are progressing from mild to moderate Alzheimer's disease. So obviously with uh, memory loss, um, uh, it's a a debilitating disease, not only for the patient, but for their families. It costs a lot of money to, to manage and treat. It's about $355 billion a year. Uh, to uh, to take care of Alzheimer's patients. So it's a, it's a very significant and growing problem. When you say that it, it becomes and it continues and it moves on, so how would someone even know that that is what they have as far as a diagnosis? How do you make such a diagnosis? Well, that's one of the challenges. Fortunately, you need to have uh, caregivers and others around you um, watching uh, memory loss. Uh, which is sort of an early indication uh, of it. Um, but certainly uh, you know, physicians are in, in a great position to, to diagnose it uh, and, and test for it. You know, we do have innovation and growing number of medications to treat, particularly early onset uh, Alzheimer's disease. Um, our concern is that Medicare is uh, limiting access to these innovative new medications and really just restricting payment for them to uh, Alzheimer's patients that are enrolled in a clinical trial. So, I mean, the frustrating part of it is we have innovation happening. We've got uh, two new innovative new medications on the market to prevent and slow the progression of Alzheimer's, uh, but, but Medicare is seriously restricting access to it. For the benefit of our listeners, first of all, you can explain to us exactly what these new exciting treatments are, because even though we hear about them, sometimes we don't hear about them. So you probably have more information that would make sense and give our listeners the best information they can get. Well, sure. So there's 
two medications, and they're uh, complicated, unfortunately, names. Adulhelm is A-D-U-H-E-L-M, is one, and Lequembi, L-E-Q-E-M-B-I, is the second. So those have both been approved already by the Food and Drug Administration uh, as safe and effective treatments for slowing the progression of Alzheimer's. You know, the challenge is, as I mentioned, is that Medicare is restricting access to those FDA-approved treatments and really limiting it to uh, individuals that are participating in a formal clinical trial. Uh, it's really never been done before, uh, and we're really concerned about the implications for people living with early Alzheimer's and their families and their communities. So why do you suppose it's happening that way? I think it's a financial issue. I mean, it's really penny-wise and pound-foolish because you know, treating uh, Alzheimer's patients is very expensive, uh, not only in the medical system, but for families, for caregivers. Uh, the time that they, that they need to take to uh, work with loved ones to take care of them, uh, mm-hmm. to make sure that, that they don't uh, have uh, you know, a serious injury uh, and really keep them safe. So it costs a lot of money anyways uh, and that Medicare and others are paying. And so we do have a, a solution that, that does slow the progression of this. That's uh, new medications. Yes, they, they cost money initially, but downstream, uh, they're likely to save money overall. So if they're already FDA approved, why are there still clinical trials that they have to be involved in in order to be able to get access to these? That's a, a real serious question. If this is highly unusual, uh, these are approved by the FDA already. It's safe and effective, uh, meaning that uh, there are indications that uh, the medications slow the progression of uh, early onset Alzheimer's, but they are denying coverage of these treatments through uh, the process that they have called the National Coverage Determination, uh, which limits Medicare coverage to beneficiaries uh, only participating in approved clinical research study. Highly unusual, certainly uh, for uh, our populations that we worry about uh, troubling, and uh, we really are concerned about this type of an approach spreading to other types of innovative new treatments. Do you think that this is setting a precedent as you are talking about other new treatments as well? Yeah, this is highly unusual. And so it's not just unusual, it's completely unprecedented. And it should be worrisome even beyond the Alzheimer's community and really a top healthcare access concern for, for all patient populations. So uh, certainly living with Alzheimer's should not be made worse by federal regulators singling this particular disease out for coverage restrictions and denying treatment. Uh, so it's really time, I think, for Washington to modernize, modernize existing policies and reconsider it. So patients aren't waiting for years for treatments while their disease and related needs for uh, healthcare progress. So now here we have listeners who are saying, well, I have a loved one, even myself might be affected by this right now. Are there things that we can do? I think certainly um, to the extent you can uh, get in touch with uh, your member of Congress, uh, your senator uh, there in, the, in Pennsylvania, just to make your concerns known. I mean, this, this really is a concern that the, the CMS, uh, Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, I think is really taking an unprecedented and um, unfortunate 
view of this new innovative treatment that is really denying access uh, to coverage for thousands and thousands of patients that could really benefit from it. And now we have, once again, where we're coming into the sign-up Medicare period, and people are going to be looking at things. Are there things that they can look at in their own Medicare coverage that might make a difference in this if they're going in one direction or another, or they should sign up for one thing or another, or is it that blanketed that you wouldn't know it until you actually got into it? Well, you can certainly, um, in terms of asking questions up front, particularly if you're looking at a Medicare Advantage plan, to see whether or not the plan covers those two uh, medications. Highly doubtful because uh, Medicare overall has made a determination that that they're not covering them, but it, it would be worth certainly a question of whether or not uh, Laquambi and Adjuhelm is uh, are covered under the uh, Medicare Advantage plan options that you have to choose from. So there is a good place to start. And of course, people may be hearing about this for the first time, that there is something like this and there seems to be a problem getting from point A to point B. So Are there other places that we can go as consumers and as loved ones or as patients and find out more information about all of this? Well, sure. You can go to our website, which is uh, fightchronicdisease.org, O-R-G. That's one word, fightchronicdisease.org. We have a lot of information there on uh, Alzheimer's and other chronic diseases that uh, I think would be very interesting to uh, the patients. We have state-by-state information, so we've broken it down to Pennsylvania as well. Uh, but that's a, a great resource uh, of information for patients that are interested in really looking at chronic disease, the, the costs, and uh, treatment options. And just thinking that if it's happening here, other chronic diseases, we could be hearing about those being involved like this in the near future. Yeah, we certainly hope not. I mean, again, this is unprecedented and unfortunate. So we certainly would not want to see this type of coverage determination spread to other chronic healthcare conditions. Um, over 90% of healthcare dollars are spent in the management and treatment of chronic diseases. So we want to encourage innovation. We want to encourage new treatments. And we want to make sure that patients have access to them. Dr. Thorpe, if you will, that website one more time. It's www.fightchronicdisease.org, O-R-G. Now we're going to find out how you can help lower your risk for dementia by 30% by getting regular exercise. Sims Corbett is a Silver Sneakers instructor. Sims, welcome. You are a Silver Sneaker instructor. Love you folks. You are so informative and you're always so ready to go and do things. Why do we need to do this, Sims? Come on, we're getting older. Don't we get a chance to sit down and relax? Well, I'm all for taking moments for relaxation, Paula, 100%. But physical activity and exercise remains a really important component um, for our mental and physical well-being. And uh, maybe even more so as we age, uh, certainly there's lots of benefits to exercise, right? We think about increasing our muscular strength, our cardiovascular health. It can certainly help us manage some chronic conditions like type 2 diabetes, for instance, help us sleep better, it can improve our mood, and as we're talking about today, it can help improve our cognitive functioning. 
And that is very interesting. How did all this come about that you are able to determine that? Well, there's lots of amazing research being done by people much smarter than myself. Um, A lot of research coming out of the University of Southern California, for instance, USC, um, as well as other locations. And um, yeah, they're really seeing that aerobic activity, aerobic exercise specifically, seems to be extremely beneficial for our uh, cognitive well-being and for preventing dementia. And we think it does that by increasing blood flow to the brain. Now, a lot of people will say, oh, I don't know. I I don't like going to a gym and I don't feel comfortable and I'm afraid I'm going to hurt myself. And so what do you say to all that? Yeah, those are certainly valid feelings and things that we need to be aware of. Uh, With Silver Sneakers, programs like Silver Sneakers and the locations that we work with, I want to really reassure people that no matter where you're at, in your kind of exercise experience, there's something for you. Our instructors and the locations we work with are experienced working with older adults and passionate about doing so. And they're really ready to meet people where they're at. And I encourage uh, people as they take going not to overdo it. We we don't want to go from zero to 60 in one second here. We really want to take time and allow our bodies the time they need to adjust to activities, right? So if you're not ready to take part in 150 minutes of moderate physical activity or exercise, which is what the current recommendation is for aerobic exercise, start with smaller bouts, three minutes, five minutes. You know, take a moment, go and walk to get the mail, maybe walk around the block, even standing up and doing household chores, vacuuming and cleaning, all of that counts. Um, toward your physical activity for the day. So don't let it be overwhelming or intimidating. There is something for you. How do we know then what and what melds together in order to get the physical as we often make the forefront when we think about exercise, but now working in the mental for cognitive issues like dementia or Alzheimer's? Think about it this way. Whatever is good for your cardiovascular system or whatever is good for your heart is also probably really good for the brain. So remember, our bodies are all one, um, and the blood that flows through your heart and your cardiovascular system is the same blood, the same nutrients that go to your brain. Um, But along with that and along with programs like Silver Sneakers, not only do we get that physical activity, that exercise that's so terribly important, but we also get that opportunity to socialize and in some instances to be outside as well. And so there's lots of different factors that go into improving brain health and um, exercise is a great way to pull in quite a few of them. Now, again, we're talking about the population that is also dealing with Medicare and it's that enrollment time again. So are there people who are enrolling or have enrolled in Medicare? Are there things that they should know when it comes to, you know, we, we know the doctors, we know the, the meds, we know the hospitals, we know all that. But what about this? How do, how do we get into that from Medicare? Well, I appreciate that question. Thanks for asking it. I encourage people to go to getsilversneakers.com. 
there, they can find uh, locations that's close to them. And of course, just, you know, want to reinforce the fact that people have the opportunity to go to more than one location. So if you travel or if you enjoy a class at one location and maybe really want to use one of the amenities at another location, that's okay with Silver Sneakers. You can do that. Um, but go to uh, GetSilverSneakers.com. You can check your eligibility. You can find those locations. And, of course, you can find out lots of other great information as well. And as you mentioned, that open enrollment period is going on now through December 7th. So finding a plan with Silver Sneakers uh, today allows you to start off the new year on the right foot. And let's talk about Silver Sneakers just a little bit more because maybe there are folks out there who have never heard about it. Maybe they are signing up for Medicare for the first time and they're seeing that as part of some of the descriptions of things. What can they expect? Give us the background, Sims. Silver Sneakers is a program, a fitness uh, and wellness kind of lifestyle program that allows you access as I mentioned, these different participating locations where they can find opportunities for exercise, be that with classes, it allows you opportunities for some of those social components that we talked about. Um, and then our virtual uh, classes as well, which we have over 100 virtual opportunities a week, which is pretty spectacular. There's really something for everybody, whether you're a beginner or somebody who considers themselves an athlete, right? Maybe you're getting ready for pickleball or you want to strengthen your golf game, um, or maybe you are just exploring exercise for the first time. There is an opportunity for you, and you get to participate in that with like-minded individuals, which makes it all the more better. And again, when we talk about that, along with the cognitive issues, it's a win-win on both sides. So how do we find out more, Sims? Where do we go? And what else do we need to let our listeners know? Yeah, I think one last time, it is just GetSilverSneakers.com. You can find everything you need to know and check your eligibility there. And I encourage people to remember that exercise is for everybody. So um, no matter where you're at, this is a perfect time to get started or keep it going. Good for your body and it's good for your brain. Sims Corbett, a Silver Sneakers instructor, and you can find out more at silversneakers.com. And of course, that Medicare enrollment period goes through December 7th. And while we're on the subject of exercise, how about getting some while walking in the streets through downtown Scranton, helping with a big balloon or carrying a banner? You can be part of the Santa Parade. It's coming next month. One of Santa's favorite helpers, Tom Fritz, is going to be joining me now, and he's going to tell us all how we can get involved by helping prepare for Santa when Santa arrives and once he leaves to head back to check those naughty nice lists. Joining me now is one of Santa's favorite helpers. Tom, how are you? Well, I don't know if I'm one of his favorite helpers, but I am one of his perennial helpers, so uh, he has to deal with me. Well, I know you're one of his favorites (laughs) because he's told me you have to talk to Tom because... Santa Parade is right around the corner. Woo! Yes, it is. As we can tell, as the temperatures start to get a little bit colder, everybody starts thinking about Santa, and Santa starts thinking about us. It's about time to bring him down into downtown Scranton. Oh, and when is all this going to happen? All right. Here's all the details. 
November 18th, Saturday, always the Saturday before Thanksgiving, that kicks off our holiday season. Same route as we've had in the past years. So we're going to start down near the uh, Career Center at the corner of Franklin and Biden. We're going to go up Biden and make a left turn and go around the square. The parade route takes us all the way around the square. It's a great place to see it. Two spots on the square, which are great to see. We're going to have our tent up where we're going to have our judges and our on-site announcer, Tom Welby, once again, will be coming back. That's a great place to see it. That is right at the corner of Washington and Biden. And then WNEP coverage, once again, our Year after year after year, since the beginning of the parade, they are our media sponsor, and they will be broadcasting starting at 9.30, and their cameras are all going to be on Adams, right where they are every year. And we're also going to have the choir up there, two great places, but anywhere on the square, or even as you're going up by any place you can be on that route. And most people who have been coming year after year, they've got their spot. They know where to go. I know it's still a few weeks away before we actually get to the actual parade. So there are things that people can help you get ready for Santa between now and then, right? Your normal parade things, everything that we're going to have on a parade, we're going to have on a parade, but we need you both to come down and see us on parade day. But if you're looking to some way be involved with getting Santa into the downtown and getting him and everybody to smile when he's there, we need some volunteers. We always do. We've got those big balloons like we always have. We need people to get them through the parade. We need banners. So if you want banner holders, if you want to walk through the parade, wave to everybody, see all those smiling faces, listen to Christmas music the entire time we're going through get some exercise in, you can do that. Also, if you say, you know what, I don't want to do all that, but I really would like to help. We've got a lot of behind the scenes, things that we can get people involved in. We would just love anybody who's interested in coming down to the parade. You can come and help us. And the best way to contact us with that is through our Facebook page, which is the Santa Parade. And you'll see all over it that you've got the right one. You'll see that it is November the 18th. You'll see that it's Scranton, and you can hit us through there, or you can get us at info at santaparade.net, and we will get back to you. Now, are you also still on the lookout for people to take part, such as organizations and mascots and all those other folks that we're going to be waving and waiting for Santa's arrival as they go by? We can always use more. Because more is better, because Santa likes a lot in his entourage. Uh, there are a lot of people who, because of the, the couple of years off, they lost touch with us. Either the people who were being the head of their organization is no longer part of it, and a new person doesn't know how to get in touch with us, or we've had some change-ups in our, our own group that, that plans the parade, and maybe the person that you weren't you were talking to is no longer helping us out. So you can get to us at info at santaparade.net and that will get us an email. We can reconnect and get your group back into the parade because the more the merrier, we love to have a ton of people going down the streets. And it's one of those things that if you've lost touch, we still love you and we would love to have you in the parade. 
And it's not only the parade itself, but there's also on November 18th, there will be so many other things happening in downtown Scranton, just in case there are people coming from out of the area who would like to visit. If someone is from out of the area and they want to come down on parade day, they're going to see a spectacle. We decorate up the entire parade route. We've got those big balloons and everybody from the city comes together. There's a lot of things to do uh, in downtown for the entire day. The day kicks off the holiday season. It is pretty much the start. You don't get to to think about Christmas until parade day and Santa officially comes down. So when you get down there, we're going to have everything going on. And of course, stick around all day. There are plenty of things to do in Scranton. Yes. And there's lots of great places to eat and to visit and all of that. And then, of course, Santa. And does Santa hang out a little bit after the parade just to kind of say hey to everybody? Well, of course he does. He doesn't make that trip all the way from the North Pole to just shoot right back out. No, he sticks around at the end of the parade. Any of the kids who want to stop and say hi to Santa, let him know that they're thinking about him. Uh, He will be available after the parade. We'll have a tent set up for him, and uh, Santa will be there to talk to as many kiddies as want to speak to Santa. All right. Well, one of Santa's favorite helpers. I'm going to hand you the microphone and let you do the official invitation to not only join, but also to maybe even volunteer. So, Tom, it's all yours. All right. Join us November 18th, 2023, starting at 9 a.m. for the one and only Scranton Santa Parade. We're going to have twirlers, dancers, cheerleaders, marching bands, those giant balloons that you love, a lot of community groups, tons and tons of Christmas music and Christmas cheer. And of course, Santa himself comes down to Scranton on November the 18th. Be there on the square. You want to see this in person. But if you cannot make it, we will have this simulcast on our partner, WNEP, starting at 930. And if you are downtown, make sure that you stay because Santa's going to be sticking around. You can also be part of this parade. You can get to us at info at parade.net or go to our Facebook page, The Santa Parade at Facebook. And we want to see you either helping or just laughing and smiling and singing along with us. Munley Law, once again, returning for our grand sponsor this year. We love that they've come back to support Santa and support the parade. We'll see you that day. Thanks for joining me on Special Edition. I'm Paula Dagnan. Thanks for listening to Special Edition, a weekly look at the issues in the news and the personalities shaping the stories. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. 
the biggest sports radio stations in the country, providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams, all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives, streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 